Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined today by just two of the boys, again, in person, Thacker and Kyle. And today, we are talking about one of the newest releases on PlayStation, and that is Stray. PlayStation and PC, actually. We're talking about Stray, the cat game. The cat game. The cat game. I remember when this game got revealed, me and Kyle were both like, eh, it's okay. You can play as a cat, cool, whatever. But, come to find out, this game has actually got a surprisingly impressive level of, you know, world design, level design, and it hits a lot of emotional notes throughout the story. This is a really, really high quality game. Not the longest game in the world. And it's not the hardest game in the world. Some of the trophies are hard as hell to get. Not going to lie there. Yeah. Some of the trophies are da- feel damn near impossible in the moment. But a really, really fun platforming game where you play as a cat. Kyle, you're the platforming god here. So talk about this because, again, I don't think we expected to love this game as much as we did. I really, I, I thought this game would be fun when it released, but I was like, I don't know how much, I never expected to platinum it, to Same. be honest, because I was like, uh, you know, I'll probably play this game for a little while, and then, you know, I'll put it down. It was free with premium, which I do have to mention, that is, you know, a big plus. I thought that, you know, it for a game where the main character's only word is meow mm-hmm. <laughs> this game had you know a good story it you know there was not a lot of dialogue and to no. to build such an emotional story around such limited dialogue and where your character isn't even a human can't speak and it may you know you got attached to this cat by the end of the game you end up feeling you know emotional about story elements and I was very surprised by that. I did not expect this. I will be honest. I did not expect this to have that good of a story. I thought the gameplay would be fun. I really went in thinking the story was going to be the biggest lacking part. And now I think that's one of the strongest hitters. I'll tell you the craziest thing is there are zero words said in the English language. Right. There's zero words uttered in the English language. Like, oh, this is English text Mm -hmm. because you have a robot robot that will translate all all these other robots you meet. But there's zero words said in the English language. And this might be one of the hardest hitting stories we've played this year emotionally. Like It is an emotional journey yeah, from the beginning to end. So the story basically goes, you, you play as a stray cat, obviously. Uh, I don't think we really, I think there's a name for it, but I really don't know at this point. We're just going to call it stray. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you, you get separated from your, you know, your pack of three other stray cats, which mm-hmm. that scene is brutal to watch especially if you're a cat owner like myself and like kyle yeah Uh, it is brutal brutal to watch it's really sad watching you get separated uh you then end up in this kind of this this cybernetic city this futuristic city almost reminded me of the slums from final fantasy 7 remake yeah reminded me of that um you know the areas under the plate of midgar of midgard and um Mm -hmm. i said midgard like (laughs) <laughs> fucking Thor. No, Midgar. Uh, but it, it reminded me of that. It was a really interesting setting. And you're basically trying to get out. Along the way, you meet a robot named B12, which is funny because that's actually one of the, the developer studio's names. Um, oh, yeah, shortened down is. Is, is B12. So that was a really interesting thing. Um, and you basically, you know, you, you avoid these enemies called Zergs. You avoid some drones at some point. You do a lot of platforming. And mm-hmm. you basically just try to help these different robots that you meet along the way who are also trying to get out or trying to get out of the city or trying to open the city up to the outside world. 
uh, which has apparently fallen to some plague. There's no humans in the game. Mm-hmm. You are, in fact, I think you're the only sentient like life form. Yeah. You're the only sentient like, biological life form in the game. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and the thing is that. Only reference to human humanity really is in memories is, and stuff. Is memory yeah. and B twelve actually tells you I think I was a human yep. that uploaded my consciousness to this drone or that this part robot. hit hard. That that was devastatingly hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that the setting is also one of the really big big hitters in this yes. game. The setting is awesome. Like it's equal parts dark and creepy, as it is like open and beautiful. And yes. I love the. I loved kind of the diversity in the settings. I love that, yeah. you know, there's parts of it that feel like straight out of a horror game or straight out of <laughs> Doom, like the sewers. Yeah. There's parts Ooh. of it that feel like that where you're going through these, you know, these caves that have this kind of gooey substance on the wall and there's all these eyes everywhere. I saw that when mm-hmm. I, during my playthrough. Yep. And it legitimately, cre- like, creeped me out. Like, yeah. That yeah. Was, that was one of those moments of, oh, this game is actually kind of dark. But then you get to, like, the slums, which is, like, the safe area. And, again, it's it's this really cool... Like, obviously, it's very, you know... It's very Japanese or Eastern-based, obviously, culturally. It's based on that. And, again, it's cool to see that at the forefront of this. It's cool to see how... I feel like it's very accurately portrayed when you look up, like, images online and stuff like that. It's very mm-hmm. accurately portrayed. I like And I like the scale of it all because you do realize... Like, you, you play as a cat, so... I had to get used to that at first, like, looking for areas that I couldn't normally get into as, like, a human being. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, areas where there's, like, grates that you have to look for to go into where you're, like, you're playing as a human character. You're not thinking about that normally, unless you're Batman fitting into a fucking vent. Yeah. Um, right. Unless you're Batman somehow fitting into an air vent. But I, I loved the settings in this game. Even the sewers, I thought, like... The creep factor really brought made that one of the most memorable levels, yes. and Midtown yes. as well was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Kyle, what about the gameplay? Did you really like? I really, really enjoyed the platforming movement because I was kind of curious how it was going to be done, and at first, I did not like the fact that you couldn't just jump you had to find some ledge to press x and that made you you know you had to find you know somewhere you could jump it wasn't just free jumping by the end of the game i loved that because i think that if you were able to free jump it would be so much more difficult because you would be constantly falling off of things you'd miss jumps and you know with you seeing that you know the the x button to jump you know you know okay i can you know kind of plan my route and chain these jumps because you're not free jumping you're not gonna miss and it really helped put together the parkour feel of the game because you know as a cat you can kind of jump around and climb on shit and it is really really interesting to see how realistic they kind of made not just the movement for the cat but also the behavior like when you uh when you first find the robot you end up getting like this uh, this harness that you can put on it, and yes. as soon as the cat puts on the harness, it falls over. It falls over, and then it gets up and it like hunches its back down, like when you actually put like a sweater or a harness on a cat. Because the cat's not used to it, and it's extra weight at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool that they actually added that, and I think that you know it. It's fun to make a game that's you know based around an animal. This game really knocked it out of the park with the amount of realistic, not just, you know, movement, but also the sound design. Everybody has probably seen 
all the viral videos of the cats all over social media. Yes. And it is awesome. Uh, funny enough, my cat Katara did not react to it <laughs> at all. Did I did not react at all. The the reason that's probably happening is because it is so realistic to real life cats. You know, the sounds, the movements, that you know it's so fun to just watch them be memorized by, you know, this cat game. Yeah. It it was such a cool, you know, way for them to Really almost, bring immersion in. Almost involve your pets in it as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that... I, I really, really have to praise them for the amount of detail they went in to really, you know, make this cat as realistic as possible. Even going as far as putting a dedicated meow button. Yes, Press that was circle awesome. to meow. That was freaking awesome. I remember we got... There's a trophy for meowing a hundred times. Me and Kyle both got into the game... Before we even moved, spam circle. <laughs> spam circle so we can get that trophy. First trophy we unlocked. But, so the story continues and you end up meeting a robot named Momo. And you find out that he's a part of a group with three other robots that have all tried to get outside but all have failed. Mm-hmm. And so it ends up sending you on a journey. You know, you connect, you know, a transceiver to an antenna to, you know, clean up a signal to maybe get in touch with one of the others. And... It kind of just goes from there. You go into the sewers. You meet another one after that. You go to Midtown. Do a couple missions there. And there's, there's like, it's amazing to me how the gameplay is varied up. Like, it's not yes. just the same gameplay over and over and over again. Yep. Like, there's one section in Midtown, and this was a trophy, where you have to go through from this moment you, you get snuck into a factory where these these Sentinel drones. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, the rest of that chapter, you cannot get spotted by any of them if you want this trophy. And it's a stealth section, and it works really well. It does. It's one of those where it's like, I always notice, like, like cats love to, like, hide and jump out at you from, like, behind corners and stuff. Mm. I've seen that. And it kind of fits into that where cats love to, like, hide and stuff. It yeah. fits into that. And, again, it's very realistic, and I like that. Uh, coincidentally, you get spotted. You die very quickly. Yes. yes. You die very quickly. Yes. It does not take... Does not take a lot for you to die. Um, I love the way the game controlled as well. Yes, it felt very. I know Thacker, you talked about this when you were playing. It, it, it legitimately feels like you're playing as a cat. Like it feels very yeah, realistic. No, it does. It, it works really well. Even even the smaller details, such as like getting a bag stuck on your head. Yeah, that was it, fun. That, and, and inverting you, the controls. Exactly. Yeah. From just seeing it on screen and seeing the cat struggle with the bag on its head was perfect. And then actually having your controls inverted yeah. threw me off completely. <laughs> uh, but no, like the game is very well put together. And I think if I honestly had to say this is this is definitely probably going to end up in my top ten. It will end yes, up in my top same. ten for sure. I. <clears throat> I think that it is a good thing this game is free because yes. it is relatively short. So our first playthrough, Kyle and I, our first playthroughs, I think the accuracy yours was around the same amount. I think each of our playthroughs were around five and a half to six and a half hours. I think yeah. that's how long our playthroughs each were, roughly. Because, I mean, we were looking for collectibles and shit. You yeah. were just trying to beat the game so that you knew, you know, you knew enough to talk about the game for this episode. Uh, it is relatively short. Um, there is a little bit of replayability in the fact that there is a trophy for beating the game in under two hours. Yes, uh, and it was that was that was actually a fun trophy. It was a fun challenge because it tested your memory. It tested like, yes. okay, how much how much do you remember from what you just did? Because there are two or three chapters 
where you have to do quite a bit in a certain order in order to progress further into the game. You know, chapter four, you have to find these three notebooks. You have to memorize where their locations are yeah. and go find them, do the challenges you need to get them, all that, do the puzzles or whatever. And then you come back to that area, you know, a chapter or so later, and you've got to do a series of trades with items yeah. to get a certain item to give another character so they can help you with something. Yep. Like, even, I think that I died five times in my speed run, which is embarrassing because the game really isn't all that hard. I died five times mm-hmm. in my speed run, and I still had 17 minutes to spare from two hours. So I did mine in yeah. an hour 43. You died like three or four times. You did yours in an hour and 38 minutes. Yeah. If you take those deaths out, you're probably closer to an hour 35, which is really impressive. Right. I want to know what the record speed run on this game is. I know that Power Picks was who I used. I saw their speed run. Their speed run was an hour 35. I don't know what the record is, though, at this moment. I, I'm sure it's probably it's probably fucking absurd. Yeah. Um, I definitely think the content, there is a little light on the content. And it being free, that's a big positive that it's free because... Yeah. I don't know if paying $70 for this game was worth it. I say this also knowing that I bought like the collector's edition for the <laughs> game that'll be shipped like later this year for like $50. Bucks. Um, but that's mainly because I loved the cover of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it is certainly a little bit light, but it being free counterbalances that. What, was there, what were y'all's critiques for the game? I would say, honestly, the, the gameplay length was a little short and i think that it was because they wanted to put that speedrun trophy in yes i i kind of have a love hate with that because like if you didn't have that in you probably could have added even more story content yeah. like i would have loved to play an epilogue where the cat meets up with the other cats that you know it, because after the first scene where you know uh your cat gets separated from its friends you Never don't see, him again. see them again. Yeah, the cat just makes it outside and then leaves. And I would have liked to play some kind of epilogue that brings it full circle. Now I don't know if maybe they're setting up for a sequel. The ending very well, like that little like flicker of electricity. I feel like that's not just nothing. Yeah, that definitely could be setting up for a sequel. And here was what I would like to see if that's the case. Bring in the other cats. Maybe make some of them playable. I don't know how well co-op, co-op, co-op yeah, would be co-op fun. Would be it would cool. it, it would, would be, be fun. fun if they could if they could make it work. I think it would be so much fun. You know, we talk about the realism of the cats in this. There was one thing that Thacker pointed out when he played. <laughs> I love that uh, if you're as a cat, because cats do this all the time. I love that you can make some of the robots trip. Yeah, I, yeah. Lo- I love that you can do that. Not only really that, but like even just the simple scratching of the walls, you actually yes. see the details. I got a ho rad Brad real quick on YouTube, and I listen. I, I love his content, respect his content. He was doing that and was going. So is this going to give me some kind of buff in combat? And it's like, <laughs> no, dude, you're playing as a fucking cat. What? <laughs> you're playing as a cat and cat scratch the fuck? There was one level with combat. <laughs> like dog, and you really don't even need the combat like yeah i will say that was like my thing was i'm not sure like the adding that combat element in was really necessary i does it help sure i feel like it was yeah. added <laughs> just to kind of give more 
gameplay depth, maybe. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to put more enemies on screen just to really make you, you know, freak like out. And yeah. sure, but then the thing is, they also turned around and added a trophy for the sewers where you had to yep. play as a pacifist. You couldn't kill any of them. Now, you could check them off if they jumped on you. You could do that. Yeah. And that was fine. But you couldn't, like, physically be the cause of their death. And, again, like, I don't know. I feel like I actually, you know, in my speed run, I had an easier time avoiding them. Yes. And just, like, buying time and just, you know, doing the bare minimum. Because I felt like when I was killing them, I was doing extra steps and was just adding on to my time. Yeah. Um, one puzzle that almost got me in my speed run was you get you end up in jail at one point in the game. That's a cat. That's weird to say. Um, <laughs> kitty jail. You end up in kitty jail, basically. And to escape, you have to trap these sentinel drones who can kill you in one hit, by the way. You have to trap them in a cell or in a storage room. And it is really tense. So you do it with one the first time, and it's like, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. You go to the very next room, and there's two of them. Oof. And two yes. doors. And there's two doors. So it's like, okay, this sucks. Um, <laughs> this is not going to be fun. That killed me three times. And I think based out of on... your five? Out of like my five deaths, that killed me three times. Wow. Yeah. And I remember just going, well, this fucking sucks. Um, I'm going to sell right here. Yeah. I'm gonna, my speed run is seriously going to die right here. And obviously, uh, I, I started my speed run with a two-hour timer, so I could always have an idea of like, okay, how much time do I have left? Obviously, I ended up having way more time than I realized. Uh, but I was like, it got tense there for a little bit. I know for you, it got tense as well because again, yeah. you have no idea. An in-game timer would have been nice. Yes, just yeah. to know, like, okay, when are you taking time? Like, the cutscenes count because I don't think they ever really had a definitive answer for that. Yeah, because some of them do and some of them don't. I, I feel like the stress that I saw Kyle go through yeah. with Dude. his platinum was the chase. The chase. We pulled into Cookville right as Kyle was trying to finish his... And this is at 2 a.m., by the way. Yeah. And it was stupid crazy seeing him, like, go through and trying. And we're sitting there, again, at 2 a.m., like, come on, Kyle, you got this, you got this, you got this. And then he finally does it, and we all just scream, and we're like, oh, crap, uh, Rusty's neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. <laughs> They're going to hate us by the end of this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh I will say, I think that... So, I came up with a crazy little theory mm-hmm. about like what I think the story of this game is, and I'm sure it's way the fuck off. But I think my theory was why you don't see the other cats. Because, again, I was kind of disappointed that you get to the end, and you don't really see them. Like, you don't see them ever again. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. So, the theory was, so, when you get separated from them, you take this really long fall into, like, a... A sewage tunnel. Mm-hmm. And you pretty much just get right back up from it. And it's one of those where it's like, how did that cat survive that? And so you get up, you limp forward like five steps, and then the cat just collapses. My theory has been like, I think that like that was the moment that cat died. But like this, inter- this adventure it went on was like something in its mind that it just made up. Because at the end of the game, when you go into the outside and you know you're the only one that makes it... It almost looks like you're descending into like the afterlife or something. It does. Yeah. It almost it almost has that kind of feel to it where it's like, okay, well you've had this adventure now it's you know it's time to move on and it's and that would add to the like horror aspect in the sewers as well. Yeah. Like it would add to all of that. Yeah, that, exactly. That theory of yours could technically be the case. And it's one of those where it's like it sounds really far fetched, but playing but the, the game. but it also feels like there's like it logically 
makes a little bit of sense. Like yeah. it's like one of those like there's so many game series that come out. Like one great theory that I've heard recently is like The Last of Us, for example. What if the entire time you're playing as Joel going across the country with Ellie, what if the entire time she knew that for a vaccine to happen, she would have to die? And that for her, this journey is just her seeing the world one last time before she dies. That's, that's like that's it's a deep crazy. it's a deep, deep yeah. theory of like what if, you know, what if the entire time she knew and you're just never told that. That's and crazy. It's just like theories like that, but it's like it's it's theories like this, like you play the game and it almost makes sense. I will yeah. say, and we agreed on this, Kyle, and I think Dagger, you can attest as a pet owner, you play this game, emotion, the emotional notes hit even harder as yes. a pet owner. Yes. Yeah. I know with you two having cats, that mm-hmm. definitely hits hard with me and my pets. Like that, seeing like the cat get injured was a it lot of like, hard. oh, oh, that really hurts me. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. like I, I've watched the intro so many times and it's just, it sucks. I hate watching it. It's yeah. not, it doesn't suck in a bad way. It sucks because it's not fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's that emotional damage. You just hate hurts. watching animals get hurt. That's yeah. the thing. You, you love, if you love animals like we do, you hate watching them get hurt. So, and, and again, the ending, you know, B12 is a really, really good side character. Or my main character that you spend the entire game with pretty much. That's an emotional ending where, you know, he's helping yes. you hack these terminals. And you can tell that it's, it's you know, frying his, you know, the drone body a little bit. And when you hack the final one, he kind of just passes out. And he's like, hey, just carry me over there. Carry me over there. I'll open it. And then he gives you the whole spiel when you carry him over there of, you know, I accepted this the moment I started hacking. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it with you. But yeah. I can open the doors for you to get out. And again... And at least one of us makes it. Yeah, and at least one of us goes outside. And then, you know, he opens it, he and he dies, essentially. And the cat starts, you know, like, pawing at him and trying yeah. to get him to, like, wake up. And then he just lays down next to him and takes a nap. And it's just, again, it's a really... This game hits the emotional notes really, really well. Yeah. And uh, I think that for a smaller game, you know, I know, um, I think Annapurna Studios is a relatively big studio that's done other games before. Um, I really enjoyed this game, and I really loved this game a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, same. It was honestly, I did not expect to be having this unlocked for my top 10 when we saw the trailer it is now for sure i literally am in love with this game and i now that i've platinumed it i i want a sequel i would love a sequel (laughs) i i want to play as a cat again it was so much fun and you know if they were to make maybe not a 40 hour game but maybe a 20 hour game even like a ten to fifteen yeah. hour game, yeah. I would play that. I would. I would platinum that. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun, and I think that there's a lot of room for innovation when it comes to you know the gameplay because outside of the combat, I don't think that we really needed combat in this game. Yeah, I agree. I think that you know maybe giving the cat different abilities, like a like a dash midair to you know. Maybe get to another platform or, you know, maybe a double jump or, you know, some kind of other abilities outside of combat that, you know, kind of advance the platforming for a sequel. That would be fantastic. Or I, even just the ability to jump in general. Yeah. yeah like when you're just on the ground. Yeah. 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 I, I really, really do hope that they, you know, make a sequel. Or even, you know, if they make another game about an animal, I'll play it because they knocked it out Make, it, make it one time. about chickens. <laughs> Or well, ferrets, please. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play as a guinea pig. <laughs> no. 
No, so that is Stray. I, I think of the of the three new games that I've platinum this year, this is definitely second behind Elden Ring. It's way the fuck ahead of Tiny Tina's. Yeah. yeah. Way the hell ahead. Tiny Tina's can kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is going to go ahead and do it for this episode of Side Mission. You can follow all of us on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast at Side Mission Pod on Twitter as well. For Dagger for Kyle, I'm Rusty Ellis. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs>